Ramble. Hey guys, what's up and welcome back to Pretty Basic. Hey guys, it's Alicia here. And Remy. Uh, We're both back this week. Did it feel weird like having a whole week off? It did. Yes, it felt weird. It felt like a nice relaxing vacation, if you will. But your episode was so good. I was listening while I was driving and I was so enthralled that I literally missed my freeway exit like by like five (laughs) stops. Like I'm not kidding. Like I went the wrong way for so long and then I realized it. But I was so into the episode and it was so I loved it because it was so you and so enlightening. And I feel like it'll help so many people who whether they listen to the podcast regularly or just like stumble upon it. I felt like you, I was listening to like Dr. Phil. It was so, or Oprah. Oh my God. It was so good. That means so much. I love that. I've, I literally have done that so many times though, where I'm driving and the next thing I know, I'm not even past my exit, but I'm basically in a whole other city. And then I look (laughs) back and realize like, wait, when did that happen? Like, how did that happen? That's I have to say, I don't do that. I've never done that before with anybody else's podcast. Just specifically, I'm not, I'm not lying. Yours specifically, I was just so interested in what you were saying. And I even wrote a note when you said that no one can take your feelings away from you. I was like, yes, bitch. Like I had this moment. Oh, also, (laughs) also I was driving and, um, (laughs) I was, I literally almost like crashed because I was laughing so hard. You referred to Ashley as my sister, Ashley. And so I (laughs) (laughs) which is like totally fine and normal to like refer to her as that but then I thought about the story that you told me about when um people used to think that you guys were lesbians because you guys don't look alike but you live together and I thought it was oh my god funniest thing ever literally when Ashley and I first moved out from our parents house to our very first apartment it was in Orange County and that's kind of when my YouTube channel really started taking off so I was really (laughs) gaining a lot of subscribers all the time um and it was so funny because in the vlogs I got like not only one or two like a like a ton of comments were always people saying hey I'm new here like genuine question are they partners like are they together <laughs> I love and that. it was so funny and you guys know like Rem and I are allies we presented at pride like <laughs> we we are such supporters we're up there with Lady Gaga <laughs> literally we are <laughs> but it was so funny because I was like no she's my sister like that's so weird so we had gotten such a habit of always saying my sister Ashley my sister Alicia um and I feel like I just told you and TK that recently and you both like died laughing because oh, you had I, no idea. Like, I cried. And then on the freeway, like, I know you just did it in passing, like, as a habit. Just to like, oh, my sister, Ashley. I was crying because I thought about the story. And then that triggered a story that I realized I've never told anyone. I've, I've told very few people. And I, I'm sure I've told you, but I want to tell it on here because I think it's so funny. Do you remember my psychic Wait, oh my story God. with when I got scammed $3,500? I forgot you about this? that. Okay, well, I have to tell the story. That's what I wanted to tell at the end because I think Wait, it's I, I so I completely funny. forget the whole thing. Oh, do you want to save it for the end? Yeah, we'll save it for the end because there's a lot oh to my cover. God. Um, but how was your week? You did a great job on the podcast. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, it was actually really fun. I'm so excited because ever since season two for Pretty Basic came out, Rem and I have always said we wanted to do more like guest episodes, which there is one coming super soon. We're really, really excited <gasps> about it. Um, are we going to say someone? Who? I think you guys are going to like, should oh, we, should we or should we not? Maybe we'll keep it a secret just in case you never know what could happen. True. Like if it doesn't happen, I feel like everyone's going to be so sad. Um, 
but that one's coming soon and we also wanted to do solo episodes but not just solo episodes if one of us was sick and couldn't do it like we wanted it to be a regular thing and I was so excited because now I feel like we got past the first jump like the first hurdle of both of us doing it so now it'll be a little more regular obviously we don't always want to do those like all the time because pretty basic is Miss Remy Ashton and Alicia Marie you know like we got to keep it together but um yeah oh my god wait should we talk about all the speaking of having like a dual podcast oh my god that did you watch the 34 minute video last night I did not watch the 34 minute bitch I watched it all I am ready so there's been a lot of drama this week I have a whole list of stuff to talk about I can't believe how much like I feel like every day there's just more and more and more 2020 is just like a full-on like crazy storm of just like drama but in case you guys don't know there is some drama going on with another podcast called call her daddy and I feel like you and I resonate a lot with it because although we don't like talk about similar topics it like the dynamic is very similar they're like best friends I think they are roommates too correct I'm not positive, actually, but they have a they have a really successful podcast like their fans are diehards, which I love seeing. Mm -hmm. Um, But they've been around for a while. Um, But yeah, there's been a whole bunch of drama. I'm not as like in tune with it all, but it definitely was like all over just headlines and stuff. And it kind of shows how there's so much more into having a podcast than just like two people recording on a mic. Totally. There's just so much like business and behind the scenes stuff. Well, Long story short, the Call Her Daddy podcast, they kind of like went radio silent for a little bit. And in their titles of their episodes for a while, they were like spelling out things. Like I think one said like help us. And so there was a lot of speculation yeah. and like it was literally um, it was just like the letters, but mm-hmm. like it it looked like a, a title that was misspelled. But if you actually like read it, it said help us. And like that is like that is another level of like. Oof like eeriness I think yeah I well so from what I've taken from it I watched the video last night that Alex put up on the call her daddy YouTube channel and it was 34 minutes of her like explaining pretty much everything setting the whole story straight so I had been following everything up until then and after watching Alex's video I fully believe that everything she said was true because it it seemed very factual and what Mm -hmm. I liked about it was that she was kind of like not admitting that she was admitting her wrongs but she definitely was like well I did things this way and Sophia did things this way basically long story short it was just like all a big like a problem caused by money and by greed that's Mm. what I've kind of like boiled it down to and a lot of people got involved in all these contracts and then I mean like even when you and I signed our contracts for this show I remember one of the clauses that my manager had to talk to me about was like well if you guys ever have a friendship breakup then what's gonna happen I was like that's never gonna happen I never like I never anticipated that that would have to be something literally in a legal contract that we would have. We don't really talk about, I feel like we've been talking more about the business side. Oh my God, it's like a little um, basic biz segment. Well, basically when we had our contracts, we had both of our lawyers look over it and stuff. But yeah, there literally was a clause that says, what happens if Remy and Alicia stop becoming friends? Like what happens to the podcast? Who owns it? Like what happens in that case? Um, so it was just so weird. I think we can really empathize with them no matter what the real truth is and knowing like that sucks. Like I could not imagine 
us having a breakup, a blow up, whatever, even just public drama and having this like this fan base together and everything. It's just like it's it makes it just more complicated versus someone who just has their own solo podcast. Completely. I think basically they were having a fight with Barstool. They were like up for negotiation. They had um, in their contract, it was a three year contract. And every year they were able to go back and negotiate. At one point they got raises. So they went back for negotiations and then kind of got like shut down. Then they went back again. And then it was kind of, they were like in this lull, like we were for a while where you and I were recording without a contract for a bit because just negotiations were taking a very long time. So they were Mm -hmm. kind of in that same lull. And, Mm -hmm. but the only thing is like, we came to an agreement and it was totally fine and easy. Whereas they definitely, the two of them and specifically like their teams didn't really come to any sort of agreements. And I think what I've taken from it is that there are like three different parties. There's Barstool who technically owns the IP of Call Her Daddy, owns the show, owns the merch, and then they get a cut of that. And the two girls are more so than like owning the podcast. They're just employees of Barstool. Like talent? Exactly. so crazy. So they were getting they were getting so underpaid and I can say this from an influencer standpoint, like they were making 500K, I believe a year or something like that. Like at one point it was the first year they were making 75K and then like the, the contract changed, they got raises, whatever. So people were really upset because when David Portnoy, who is the president, I think it's the president of Barstool, he came out and was like telling everybody their salaries. Everyone was like, these two girls talk about how they're broke all the time and they're making so much money. Like they mm. felt like they had been sort of lied to yeah but yeah in the grand scheme of things for their numbers that they're getting they should be getting paid way more than 500k even david was saying they haven't uploaded an episode since early april and now it's what late may so they were saying he was saying every episode that they're missing we're losing 100k so if they're uploading weekly and they upload 52 weeks a year and they're making 100k per episode do the math they are getting paid they're getting way underpaid for how much work mm. they're doing, how much they're bringing in. So that's kind of like the issue, I think. Well, I was also going to say, I feel like that's also something that we saw that happened a lot with other news outlets, like, for example, like BuzzFeed or something, where a yes. lot of the actual, you know, um, news anchors, employees ended up having their own YouTube channels. And that was a huge wave because they realized, like, wait, people are coming to me. Like, they're my fans. Like, it's not. So it's a weird stick. It's a weird world for mm-hmm. sure. Oh, completely. Like, yeah, Sophia, Michelle, Kare, like all those people, they've gone off and yeah. started their own channels. And I'm sure there was some drama leaving and trying to like come to a, a, a contractual agreement. But that so Alex uploaded this video and oh, a guy, Sophia's boyfriend, she's the other part. It's Alex and Sophia. Sophia's boyfriend is head of sports at HBO. And so obviously mm. he deals with contracts a lot. And mm. so they brought him in a while ago and he was the one who was like, this is not meeting industry standard. Like you guys are being so underpaid. And mm. he would like take it and sh- take, took their contract and had it like dissected and then shopped them around for a new deal and like all these sorts of things. So it's just been like a lot of drama for sure. And I feel like a lot of people are turning on a lot of people made the boyfriend to be out the villain which I think oh oh, yeah I saw that for like blaming him for breaking them up or whatever exactly and like Barstool came out with like merch like that with like um cancel suit man or something that's what they call him suit man and I think honestly he's just like being a good boyfriend and I think he's just trying to get her the best deal I think that the problem lies between the two girls of not communicating correctly 
And when I watched Alex's video last night, what I liked about it most was that she seemed very, she was, she laid out all the facts about everything that had happened. She's like, there's been a lot of miscommunication. There's been a lot of truth. And so she said everything. And what I liked was she touched on the fact that she's like talking about how the daddy gang, like she's worried about her supporters because obviously they want new content. She's worried about her friendship that she lost. And oh my God, the one part that like hit me the most, she said was like, it sucks to lose a friend and even worse than that it sucks to lose a friend to a boyfriend and I was like oh that sucks because obviously Sophia's taking the side of the boyfriend yeah and now they're not friends anymore but she ended the video by saying I'll see you guys on Wednesday which I assume they upload on Wednesdays so I'm guessing she's coming back she like ended up signing a deal with David kind of like behind the scenes because Sophia kept trying to negotiate the contract every single she said it was like tit for tat like she said they asked for like 15% of this and 20% of this and then she'd come back and be like I want 20 was I it want always equal or did they were they it was equal, do you know if it was split or something it was equal um in the beginning and then after um during their first year David brought Alex in for um a talk to give her a raise because she was the one who was editing everything and making oh. all the socials and like doing all the work behind the scenes. So he gave yeah. her a raise and she chose to not tell the co-host about the raise because she didn't want to, you know, make it weird. And like there had already been some sort of comments before that made it a little uncomfortable. So she was getting paid a little bit more. And then now when the co-host was going in and like trying to literally she said she was never happy like it was like they gave her every time they gave her something and like they were giving them an amazing deal and like they would get the ip in a year they were making like 500k whatever it was um she would go back over and over and over again but also by her just speaking about the contract then it looked like she was speaking for the both of them Mm. because the other one wasn't speaking up so basically Alex went in and was like, I want this deal. Like, I want the first deal you gave us. It was so great. Like, I want you to know I'm here for this. Whatever she's saying, like, I'm not on board for. Like, I'm totally good with everything. So she's locked into a certain deal now, which she'll probably get her own show. She'll, you know, she's good. And then the one, Sophia, who seemed to be a little bit greedy and was, like, never happy, people don't know what she's going to do now. Dang. Yo, it's been crazy. Just just another reminder that like communication, man, like to be so like, like few things taking from that. Number one, communication is everything. Most of the times I try to not make something like go wrong. That's when I usually mess it up by not being super upfront with everything in the beginning. And that reminds me of that of like, oh, I don't want to make it awkward, blah, blah, blah. Like that is so much worse than saying something in the very beginning because then you would avoid a situation like this, which is insane. And granted. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. 
I literally don't even know the full story of all of this. Obviously, like we like whatever. Um, but yeah, also another reminder to have a great lawyer. <laughs> like no, that. well, that's the thing. She said that in Alex's video, she was like, um, Peter, the suit guy brought in lawyers for them, but he like handpicked the lawyers. So towards the end, she was like, wait, I should be getting my own team. If Sophia has all these people making decisions for her and then essentially then trickling down and making decisions for Alex, she was like, I need to get my own lawyers that I handpicked. I need to get my own agents. I need to get my own like people to handle things for me because right now it's just her against a whole team of people making decisions for her. Yeah, no, that literally there's so much that goes into it. Like, I think that's something that it is when you hear of stories like this, it does make it sad, but it makes more sense when you find out all of like the legal because to a lot of the fans they're just thinking that they don't want to do the podcast anymore you know they're like aren't we enough like like don't you want to just like keep what you had you know so I think people get really Mm -hmm. confused when everything's public but then like seeing the backside to it and it just gets so political and like nasty and then it's just not worth it anymore and oh my god well hopefully we never have that <laughs> I don't think we um, would I really don't think we would but I I agree I'm gonna put it into the universe I know I'm trying to see happens. what would our what would our drama friendship breakup video look like <laughs> I know oh my god that'd <laughs> be the, so good <laughs> on the pv so, channel we'd be like friends. split screen us not in the same room being yeah. like hey guys Hey, so it's our Zoom call. Well, we've had, call. we've had friends say like you should like make a fake like fight online and then like make it awkward just to, like give you PB content. We're like we we literally couldn't even fake fight. Like it'd be so uncomfortable. No. Oh my god, it'd be so obvious. And then I would just feel bad because people would be like, "Why? What was the actual point of that?" Exactly. Also, I I did see. Do you think any part of that drama is fake? I don't think so. I, I think okay. because the main root of it is just a money issue and I feel like that is so it's so understandable I feel like it, it the whole thing like makes sense it makes so much so much sense yeah once she laid it all out because there was so much like not misinformation but it was just like there like so many outlets were picking it up and like changing stories so I guess yeah misinformation but like hearing it straight from her and had the timeline that she laid out mm-hmm. and how she was fine with admitting her faults too that's when I was like she's telling the truth what else has happened this week? Oh my god! Okay, I wrote my list. Um, Doja Cat. Did you hear about this? Yes, I am. I was confused though. Truly so confused. So basically, Doja Cat is being accused of being racist and being homophobic, which I was very confused by, and it makes no sense to me. But apparently, that's happening. The whole Lana thing happened. Did you keep up with the Lana thing? Yeah, 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 yeah. So in case you guys don't know what the Lana Del Rey drama is, basically she posted this like screenshot, like a note screenshot on her Instagram. I'm going to read it so that we get this point across correctly. Okay. No, do it because I actually didn't read it. So I'm really curious. It's actually, it's interesting. Okay. So she wrote, question for the culture. Now that Doja Cat, Ariana, Camila, Cardi B, Kehlani, and Nicki Minaj, and Beyonce have had number ones with songs about being sexy, wearing no clothes, effing cheating etc can i please go back to singing about being embodied feeling beautiful by being in love even if it's the real even if the relationship is not perfect or dancing for money or whatever i want without being crucified or saying that i'm glamorizing abuse so she like went on it's like very long after that but that was like the main thing so i think with that people took that and ran with it and said that what is that one two three four out of the six four out of the seven no five out of the seven are african-american women 
So people took that and ran with her now being racist. And then she came out again and was like, you guys are like creating drama. Like you love this. You wanted to make this dramatic. So her songs, what I've taken from this, I'm not a huge Lana Del Rey fan. Our best friend Ollie is literally obsessed with her. So he gave me like a rundown. She's always obviously, as she said, gotten crucified for glamorizing abuse. She said, I'm fed up with female writers and alt singers saying that I glamorize abuse when in reality, I'm just a glamorous person <laughs> singing about the realities of what we are all seeing now. Very prevalent, emotionally abusive relationships all over the world. So... I I mean, I understand what she's saying. Like, she should have the freedom to write what she wants and sing about what she wants. But also, I don't know. I'm stuck in... I'm caught in the pickle here right now, actually. <laughs> I think it's hard because it it's hard when people twist anything in general. Um, but it is... It's what's... I think what I'm mostly taking away from this is how people really do put you in a box with your brand or who you are as a person. Well, I know a big thing that people came back with too was saying that you haven't gone through close to what a lot of these women have gone through. Like Ariana Grande has gone through the Manchester bombing. She's gone through Mac Miller, like all these sorts of things. Obviously, Nicki Minaj, Beyonce, they've all gone through a lot. And so someone commented back and said, imagine comparing yourself who sings about cigarettes and hasn't gotten criticism once. Try to compare with these four women who have gone through stuff that you wouldn't be able to resist in 24 hours. Lana, this ain't it. Just because you aren't in the center of attention doesn't mean you can say stuff about other talented and strong women. You could have easily just not said names. Sit down, Lana, and eat your cigarettes. You ain't funny. That was harsh. That was not a nice comment. Okay. I was going to say, I feel like torn on that one because I feel like what we always say is like, you never know what someone's going through. Mm-hmm. And I like, I'm sure Lana has been through so freaking much. So to even like compare her to what Ariana's gone through, like, that's like, like, that's stupid. Like, you should never do that. I think with anyone like to say that she hasn't gotten criticism once, sweetie, <laughs> like she is definitely. Yeah. Gotten criticism. She's getting criticism now. But I think but even just like things she's personally gone through, like just because she hasn't written a song about it doesn't or the, that the like the all the tabloids knows. have. The public knows like I always hate that but I also do think she really shouldn't have pointed out specific people because again that discredited anything she was gonna say after that because no one else would like actually hear what she has to say exactly you know what I mean it reminds me discredited. this reminds me a lot of the Allison Roman and Chrissy Teigen thing where it's like yeah just don't name people had Allison Roman not named anyone literally no one would have cared about her article no one would have no. cared. no one would have brought it to light no one would have Honestly, very few people probably would have read it. It's just the fact that she specifically like called out women and then it brings in that whole other side of like women bringing down other women. The fact that also did I talk about the fact that people are saying she's racist? Oh, a lot of people are thinking are now bringing in that Lana is. I think I said that already, but I mean, it just blew up. I feel like partially also, I think this was the wrong time for Lana to write that. I think she should have kept this one in the drafts and she should have just came out with the song if she felt that it was the time with what she wanted to say. But um, I think everybody's home right now and just so flipping bored. Everyone's so bored. Everyone's overanalyzing everything. So I think this was quite possibly one of the worst times to also post this. Yeah. Yeah. No, I totally agree with that dang i mean i'm kind of like where was i this week because i knew i heard of this stuff happening i remember seeing doja guys and like over party on twitter but like i feel like i didn't actually like read everything i'm so over cancel culture like it stresses me out every time i go on it's so awful like where did this begin i saw (laughs) no i freaking hate it i feel like it started with the influencers honestly probably it probably was like jeffrey or shane or someone 
I just, yeah, it's just, I don't know. It's, it's really weird. I but, mean, um, the thing is everyone, everyone can bounce back from a cancel party for the most part, unless you've done like awful, awful things. But like, look at Jeffrey, look at um, James, look at Shane, look at Tati. Like everyone b- bounces back, but it's just such an, uh, like a disgusting and just like toxic thing to do to someone. Yeah, no, it's interesting even when all the brands get on board and they're like, well, we're, we're not working with them anymore, blah, blah, blah. And it reminds me of, um, was it the Oscars? I think it was the Oscars. They've been having a lot of trouble trying to find a host because in the past few years, anytime they like announce the host, it's basically putting them on a pedestal to be like, looked into their past for anything wrong. Like the whole Kevin Hart drama. Oh Do you remember gosh. all of that a few years ago? Yeah. So yeah. I, I think the, it was either that last year or the year before they ended up not having an official host because no one wanted to do it because it used to be such an honor where now it's like, oh, let me literally be up on a pedestal so everyone can dig into my Twitter history and find anything wrong I've ever done in my life in the past 15 years. Oh, and no one wants to do that so to scary. themselves. That's so sad. I feel- And that's the thing. It's like we've all had screw ups and even like I get that. So I think it's so hard with this cancel culture because it says if you cancel someone that's saying that you don't deserve to be canceled too you know it's like have I not done anything I don't know I feel I fully agree when there's like actual big problems that like people do and you're like okay that's not okay and we need to call you out on that Mm -hmm. however it just gets me scared for especially if it's so easy for celebrities and influencers to do it to each other like what's happening in middle schools you know what I mean oh yeah like teaching people like to be mean like truly uh, truly imagine if every single one like of your peers or like students in your class canceled you and you went to school knowing everyone's like no you're canceled like that is like that's insane what's sad is that probably happens another cancel that happened uh last week was hannah brown the bachelorette did you see Mm. that one i did see that tk um kind of kept me updated with that one she basically she was live streaming and she was singing that new song that's like uh brand new lamborghini na 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 that one and Mm -hmm. she said the n-word well what i thought was interesting was she didn't say the f-word but then she said the n-word and um then she tried to blame it on like her brother well first of all people like in the live stream obviously were like did you just what hello did did everyone see that and then she was like no no no. like i didn't say that i didn't say that like i wouldn't say that and then she turned it and tried to flip it on blaming her brother blaming her friend everyone's just like this well everyone watching it is just like eating their popcorn everyone's recording that's that uh live stream and then um rachel Lindsay. do you know who rachel Lindsay is no she was the bachelorette the first african-american uh bachelorette so then oh my god hell yeah i felt almost bad for her she's so fucking cool and she's a lawyer welding instructor alex declare knows firsthand how vr training platforms like forge fx can help meet the demand for skilled workers anywhere you go look there's going to be a shortage of welders VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. 
write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. And she's so smart. But then I felt like almost she felt the pressure to like then go on. And she like essentially made an educational video, like telling people as to why it is offensive to not just say the word, but also sing the word in songs. And like, I felt bad that she felt like she needed to like, she had to step up and do that as a part mm-hmm. of like the Bachelor franchise. Um, and to, uh, there was like a section where she was almost like talking to Hannah and it was, it was just like this big thing. And then I saw this funny TikTok of like, um, how other people like in the Bachelor franchise um, would like were reacting to how what Hannah was doing because then they have to come up like Tyler Cameron had to obviously say something because he's very closely affiliated with her and like everyone's yeah. asking like what are you gonna do are you gonna like are you gonna cancel her as a friend what's gonna yeah. happen and so everyone was like going on like saying all these things but that is just not good no oh my god that's crazy that people in the live called her out Oh, I'm not surprised at all. Like, people, because well, you know for how many people she lo- like love her, there's probably at least 20 to 50%, maybe more, that like are just waiting for something bad to happen to her so that they can like wipe her out and cancel her. Like people are oh, just like sure, waiting for, sure, for, sure. for that. Um, another thing was, did you see what happened to Hillary Duff last night? No, last oh. night girl oh my god i love hillary duff i'm hillary duff like, wait i love this episode because it's literally me being like no no what? <laughs> what what's going on i love hillary duff so this happened very late last night i guess she um was instagram storying and she was like oh my gosh guys like i'm so excited we just got so many pictures developed and they were like you know like a, a normal picture and so she panned over and um there was one specific picture of her son i believe it was luca and he is um i want to say like eight or nine he's like not he's not a toddler he's like a kid and so um the picture was him laying down like flat i'm not sure if it was in the bathtub or on a bed obviously I, like didn't look it up um but he was like fully nude and then there were some like white markings almost like it looked like a pen marking like some like squiggles and stuff it was weird um I will fully say I think the photo photograph was strange to take of your son but like maybe that's what the moms are doing I don't know I'm not a mom and so everyone quickly jumped on that and said that um that is what sex traffickers do and that she is sex trafficking her son Yes. Um, So then people started dissecting everything and like blowing it up. It was trending that she is sex trafficking her son and all these sorts of things. And she tweeted three hours ago. I'm sure she saw. "Um, Everyone bored AF right now, I know. But this is actually disgusting. Whoever dreamed this one up and put this garbage into the universe should take a break from their damn phone. Maybe get a hobby. And I liked it. (laughs) Oh my God. Mm Mm-hmm. That's insane. That is not a light accusation. It makes you so scared. No. Mm-mm. Like, oh my God. I oh can't. my God, that's so scary. I mean, everyone loves Hillary Duff and she's totally fine. And uh, like for every one person saying that she was doing it, like I read this whole thread, there were like hundreds of people being like, no, she's an unproblematic queen. Step down. Like, so she has people supporting her. I'm happy that she was okay. But just like, I know, what but a it terrible thing to put into the universe. That's so Oh my god and even to like make like you said to make that's such high accusations to say about anyone and then it's also weird because it's like someone as unproblematic as Hillary there see that's the thing where I'm saying people are just waiting for you to mess up like people oh, who like literally love. I've already 
I've already thought about it. I'm like, what would Alicia Marie be canceled for? And I'm like, I'm sure it'll happen one day. Because at first it was this very like, what have you done in your past that's going to haunt you? And I'm like, you know what? Not really sure about that. However, like one day I'm sure I'm going to have to make a video. And like, that's saying like, sorry for oh something. Oh my God. I mean, like there are so many things that I, I understand are not I don't think cancel culture again is like, OK, I think that we can all simply like for someone like six, nine, is that his name? Takashi six yeah. oh yeah someone like him yeah. someone like people like those like I think not necessarily do you need to cancel them but I just think don't support them literally like unfollow don't listen to the music don't do that like that's fine like yeah that's good literally don't tell them to like go do things or like sh- you know whatever shit exactly I don't know I think the biggest thing for me um really comes down to people's apologies too And when they're sincere or not. And it's so crazy how you can genuinely tell. Like people who are just pointing fingers at other people and saying and like not taking the fault. Like you said with the all the call her daddy stuff. It yeah, it's like there's a difference between putting out a public apology because you feel like you have to and it's just this like PR written whatever and genuinely saying again, bringing it back to literally no one's perfect. We're aware of that. However, um, you know, to truly be sorry. Like to truly, truly be sorry. So um, I think that's just like a huge thing from all of the apology videos we've seen over the years on YouTube or PR statements and stuff. It's just, I think people are tired of the, the, the picture perfect PR, um, the, the notes. Exactly. That, when the publicist was sending notes. me the Lana, um, statements, he was like, well, this one's from her PR and this one's from her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like you can just tell, you know, I think like um, the Hannah Brown thing, I get that she was just trying to like deflect and I'm sure she was like shocked that she did that. But I think like the correct thing she could have done, obviously saying the word is like never okay, even when you're singing a song. But I think she could have genuinely apologized and like, I am so sorry. And like just been real with it. And I think Mm -hmm. obviously a lot of people are still going to be upset and they have every right to be. But I think a lot more people would have been a little more understanding rather than like, wait, no, I didn't say that. And then blaming it on random people in the room. Like that's just like not the way to do it. So um lots of things have been happening did you see chloe kardashian's instagram picture last night oh my god literally i saw it and um it was so funny because i didn't recognize who it was and then i saw that it was chloe kardashian and then i um asked i was like oh i didn't even recognize her and tk looks at me and she's like who and i was like chloe kardashian and then her and ashley had just stumbled upon it too and they're like whoa like that's insane and then it just reminded me why i'm um why I'm very grateful I don't facetune any of my photos anymore and stuff because I'm like I used to spend hours like trying to make me look good and I probably just made myself look worse and like not real do you think she was it all facetune do you I was like I don't it could have just been the angle of a wide lens like I thought about that too if you guys are very unaware she just uploaded a photo and all the comments were like who is this I don't recognize her like it just didn't look like her she also had like a really good tan Oh, um, I personally didn't even think it. I'm sure some was chucked with the face. Oh, my God. Sorry I'm if I went on so, a rant. Uh, no, no. I just thought it was plastic surgery. I just thought she got like five more procedures oh, done. Like that's what I just assumed. I thought it was more on the editing side. Her face um, looks half the size it used to be. Like her just like, like if the length of it looks like it was shrank quite a bit. You know what I, I actually thought was interesting when I looked at that, though? Because now you, that you can put your photos in a carousel, you know how everyone wants to put their best photo first? Yeah. It's, now I want to actually look at people's photos and the slides that they do to see what they thought was the best and then what they thought was the worst being at the end. I literally because did this I last actually, night. 
I did that with hers and I was like, I actually really like the last photo she I posted. I did too. I was just really, I was like, she looks so stunning. And had she, so it was just funny. I think had she posted that last photo first, it wouldn't have been such a crazy storm because I think she looks way more quote unquote normal, just like her normal self in the third. Mm-hmm. Like her face, because she's smiling in the first looks so much smaller because her cheeks are like obviously higher when you smile. So I think that's yeah. what makes her look more like alienish. If that's not like a mean thing to yeah, say. Yeah, I also thought of like a wide because whenever I do a wide lens, like if you go to the corner, you're always like distorted or like my forehead's higher mm. if I like go the wrong angle. So I just wondered that too. But I thought that's funny that you said that. <laughs> I think. I mean, she. I love the hair. I think she looks great. Either I still way. love her. I think she's like she's one of my favorite Kardashians for oh, sure. Oh, I love her. I do think it's sad that they face face tune all their photos so much because then it just like goes into the whole like giving a false like if, sense of reality and like all that sort of oh, stuff completely. to like young girls and just people in general. I mean I'm 25 and I see this and I'm like well shoot this is as good as it's gonna get but I'm like <laughs> I mean, completely I get it well anyways that was just wild but I love the the memes that came from it were the funniest I love Twitter humor in general just like the meme culture like thank you that that's been blessed to us over the past few years with internet culture I mean on the flip side cancel culture literally stemmed from twitter though so (laughs) okay true see very um (laughs) um contradictory to everything we've been saying um overall just be a nice person and truly be be sorry if you're sorry I mean I think that's like that goes to show like the two ends of the spectrum like Twitter's so mm-hmm. fun and like the best source of news I personally think from any sort of app or any sort of site but on the other side also it has a very the nasty it's, like, side. it's very negative the dark side. yeah that's just normal mm-hmm. well that's all I'm the news too. I've been keeping up with this week do you have any more stories wow a little pretty pop culture how was your week like personally Oh, oh my god Cal and I got into our biggest fight ever a couple nights ago. wait that's so funny because I literally asked you the other day I was like oh my god have you guys like fought much you're like no, no this is the <laughs> only fight we've had during quarantine and like the thing is in general we like very rarely fight and if we do fight it's like a little like tiff and then it's over like in an hour this was like yeah. our biggest fight and I will fully 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 admit I have been hardcore PMSing and I know that that it's extreme because I watched what a girl wants with Amanda Bynes and normally <laughs> I, I saw that on t- Netflix oh it's so iconic I only cry I th- that is the one movie that makes you cry no matter what every single time but there's one part at the end where I cry but for some reason when I watched it this time I cried about six times I started crying before the first scene and so I was like oh <laughs> this is gonna be a rough week so like I'll fully chuck it up to like I know I was like really hardcore PMSing but I got very upset with him for good reason I, I'm gonna say this was a half and half like I'll give my half he gives his half reason yeah. as to why we were fighting and it was so funny so we got into like a big fight and like this is the first time we've ever like not yelled but just like I was so sassy and like I'm never sassy and I was like saying like little like little like snipey comments and I was like what's wrong with <laughs> I wish I could see that oh my it was so bad and <laughs> <laughs> so, wait can you give like one example um yes, yes yes so we were like fighting and then um we went upstairs to get ready for bed and then um I remember he like <laughs> I was like so upset and I was like I'm gonna sleep on the couch because like I see like in the movies they do that and like I, not like, in the guest room with a bed 
I didn't think about that. I really did not think about that. I mean, to your right defense, now. your couch is um, really comfortable. <laughs> it, I was like, I was, so I got, I was like, I'm going to go sleep on the bed. Cause like the thing is we weren't fighting bad enough. This was our be- our worst fight ever, but it like wasn't bad enough to like where we couldn't like sleep in the same room, but for dramatic effect, I was like, I'm sleeping on the couch. Cause like they do <laughs> oh, that I in the movies. I so see you doing that. <laughs> and so he because was like. Because you do that. <laughs> oh, completely. I'm so annoying. And so he was I like, well, I was going to sleep on the couch. And I was like, no, I'm going to. <laughs> And so then I went down. But which one of you got Daisy? (laughs) Daisy. So she stayed in the room and I was pissed. And so then I was on the couch and I was all like upset. And then it dawned on me. I was like, wait, now I'm now I'm just like on. I'm literally in the fetal position in my blanket and I'm on the couch. I'm alone. Exactly. Exactly. I was like, what did I do? And so then Daisy eventually came down with me and I was like, good bitch so we were like sleeping there for You're a like, while know your place bitch. exactly <laughs> who feeds you oh, okay so my snipey <laughs> comment was he said um we were fighting about something and then he was like oh like i was just doing something because <laughs> he was like i don't want to go into too many details because we'll get mad but no I, yeah oh my god he was like i was doing something and i was like i screamed from downstairs I was like you're always doing something <laughs> which like what does that even mean? <laughs> and so I heard him reply back. He was like, I'm not going to even ask what that means. And then I stomped and I like slid on the couch. And then all of a sudden, this is actually really cute. So then I um, was like, as I was laying there, I was like, Remy, you're being like really unreasonable. Like this is like a lot. Like, <laughs> But we love, we love that. She's pulling out all the stops for this, for tonight. And so then I hear like, all this like noise because I'm right underneath his office now under the couch or on the couch and so I hear like all like it sounds like he's rearranging his room and so I'm like what like why isn't he in bed and so then I got annoyed and I went upstairs to check on him and I like kicked the door (laughs) and I look inside and he has these two like office chairs and he also keep in mind he's six four like he's a tall person he had put the two chairs together I took a picture don't worry I'll post it I he put the two chairs together and he was in the fetal position on the chairs using it as a bed and I like went up to him and I was like, I still just don't get why neither of you used the guest room that has a bed. <laughs> We're dumb. Wait, I need to send you the picture so I can get your reaction on this because oh it was God. so funny. So I like walk upstairs and I'm like, I, I like wake him up. He was like fully asleep and I was like, but he looked so uncomfortable and he's literally six four, so his like feet were hanging <laughs> off. And I was like, why, why are you here? And he looks at me and he's like, I just, I felt bad sleeping on the bed without you. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I gotta find it. It was so funny. Hold That's on. That's here it is. Oh my oh. god, you're gonna cackle. It was so funny. Um, so it was cute, and then after that, then I felt bad, and then we went and laid in bed, and then we like talked a bit, fell asleep, woke up, talked it out, and it was totally fine. But it was good. So Honestly, I would be so worried. I would be. I would genuinely be worried if throughout the entire quarantine, you're like, oh no, we never fought. I'd be like, That's not normal. That's not like, okay. That's not okay. Like. <sighs> Not okay. I like posted. Oh my god, I'm still waiting for the photo. Oh, she's coming. Oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. Isn't that really cute? Why is his foot like over? Because he's so tall, he didn't fit. Oh, he's so like I felt really bad. Oh my god. So then I also uploaded a TikTok. Um, and it was funny. I like I, I saw this trend where people were recording their boyfriends and you like walk in and you ask for their phone. But and it's so hard to get a TikTok like that because like obviously they can see you're recording them, you know? Yeah. 
And so I walked in yeah, yeah, yeah. and I was like, hey, can I borrow your phone? And he like reached for his phone in his pocket and then looked at me and like laughed and pointed at my camera because obviously I'm like this. I'm holding my phone like, hey, can yeah, I see your phone? Like, there's no way. That's the thing about TikTok. A lot of these challenges and stuff, it's like there's no way for it to be real. A lot of them because it's like you forget that someone's recording it, exactly. you know, like it's like you can't know. you know that I'm recording when I'm like hi can yeah. I borrow your phone and so yeah. he like he was like he pointed the phone and we like laughed and, he, and then he like I cut to like him be like you he was like doing a bit he was like you think I'm a fool well I'm not and he was just like just, like yelling and it was funny so I posted it and then I thought it was hilarious I am um, I started to get comments like does anyone think like he just like they're not really like as in love anymore do you think that like he's just like not <gasps> oh, into no. it do you think like does anyone else see this and like I was like responding to some. I was like, no, like we're actually like better than ever. Like we're like we vibe yeah. so well, especially right now. Um, it's just like he, you know him. He like hates being on camera. He gets so oh my god, no, uncomfortably. That's always awkward. literally that was the first thing I like really really liked about, <laughs> about him, <laughs> and like mostly because we have a lot of friends who just get screwed over by these guys who love the spotlight and are like oh my god like let's start a channel together and like be famous so I remember when you told me that he didn't even want his name to be known for literally months I was like oh wait I love that well that was especially him too like he I even recently yeah it wasn't you exactly like I was totally I'm so fine with it like anything he wants to do I'm so good with um like if I had my choice like I honestly I would have done a boyfriend tag by now because we're at like 10 months and it's like good we're like living yeah. together I was like it's fine now like I don't think you're using me for anything um so I asked him even like a week ago I was like dude I'm really running dry on the self-filmed content like can we do a boyfriend yeah. tag and yeah. he was like no I'm really sorry like I don't feel comfortable with that like he just gets like so like when I even when I vlog the amount of time I spend editing trying to like piece together a sentence that he says in like five minutes because he just gets so choked up and awkward like so I like I I get what they were saying like they he's not like the most like excited on camera but he's just like not that person but then he read the comments and he was so sad and I felt oh, so bad he's just like I just don't know never read can- the comments I Kat, know that's the number one rule I should have t- I should have sat him down to tell him you this. please do I think he still needs it he was like I just don't get why like they think they know us in a 20 second video he's like I, I was just so caught off guard I was like sweetie I just won't post you anymore it'll be fine he was like no no like I need to learn it was really cute I like like that though because it's like if you guys have a chance of staying together it's like good exactly you have distance you have a little bit of separation like you like allow people to know about your relationship but not necessarily know every single detail to where if he doesn't walk in with flowers they're gonna like scorn him for it you know exactly we were talking to um our trainer I was talking to my trainer um the other day and we were he had mentioned how literally every single reality star has gotten like a divorce or something um and he's like in the entertainment industry and I was actually looking going down the line at first I was like Kardashian then I was like the next one I was like going down every single list and then he said except blank I forget who he said um and it made me actually think how so many people you know want to go into that reality world and then it ends up ruining the relationship or marriage and they think it's going to be amazing and on a little a slightly different level I'm not going to say lower level but a different level is also YouTube and like YouTube couples and stuff like I would count that in the reality category I agree. it's reality TV but it's not as 
quote produced, but a lot of them are like, we've already talked about this before. So it's so interesting how, you know, if you do have a relationship that you love, it's like, do you put them public for the longest time? I remember I would always say, don't worry guys. Like if I had a boyfriend, you would know because I didn't like hide anything in my life, Mm -hmm. um, from my channels. And the older that I get the now I'm like, well, if I actually want it to like be healthy, it probably would be good to not just have it fully because genuinely there's just no, I mean, I'm sure there are a handful, but overall, like, there are no couples that make it out alive. Like, there's none. It's insane. No, fully. I think, like, our dynamic is really good because I'm super lax. I'm super chill. I'm, like, I love talking about literally anything. So I think had he also You are. Been, you're way more chill than I think people would expect you to be. I Sometimes I'm too chill. And so my, like, I think that if um, I had a boyfriend who was like a ham like me and just like literally like done, like said anything like it was an open book and then just like posted it online, then it's like it's hard because you I love doing that. And like that's just me as a person. But then also you can't ever take anything back. So I think him mm-hmm. like giving me these not restraints, but just like boundaries and that, that mm-hmm. I totally respect. It, it really helps because then I'm never like overstepping. We talk about anything before and even like when we're vlogging or I'm vlogging and he walks in, um, I can tell when he's like fine talking on camera and then when, days when he's just like doesn't say anything, just like and then he leaves like and I love that. Yeah. So it's really good. But that no, was our fight. I, love that. <laughs> I can't believe he's I, that's just, I, I didn't expect to scream that loud at that. <laughs> it was cute. Photo. It was sweet. How was your week? Um, it was good overall. It actually was the best week I've had in a long time. So we're very Yay. excited for that. I think it was so therapeutic to talk about everything on the podcast. Um, and like after that, I felt like great. So I've been in a, a pretty good mood. Anxiety has been like much lower, but still slightly there, but way more like doable. Um, but super good overall. Honestly, I think I've kind of used this week to kind of be a catch up week. I mean, my room is a disaster. I need to clean that today. Ash and I totally cleaned out the garage like crazy <gasps> and it tea. felt so freaking good um, to do that. We're tackling the mail room probably today or tomorrow. Um, but yeah. Are you vlogging? The boring life of a, li- uh, yeah. Okay, sure. good. Thank God. <laughs> need to watch. Just like, being for sure. sure. Also, it's the end of the episode. We, I know you've been talking this whole time, but like, love it. Here for it. Um, I want to hear the story. Oh my God. My psychic story. Okay. Yeah. So what you, we have to. What triggered this for me was listening to your episode when you talked about your sister and you guys, um, people speculating your partners. And then I thought about this hilarious story that I've literally never said. I wanted to do a story time on YouTube and I still might depending on how this people react to this. So um, I was 20 years old, I believe. I might have been 21, but it was in like 2015. And um, I was so, so, I just wanted a boyfriend. Like all I've ever wanted. It's, it's like, it's really sad. Like truly We've sad all been say. there. We've all been there. I was so desperate for love. And I just like didn't know why it was not coming for me. So I would, um, instead of going to maybe therapy, like I should have, I would uh, put my trust in psychics. So... <laughs> I one time went to the psychic. Oh, keep in mind. Oh, wait, no, no, let me continue on. So I went to this random psychic on Sunset Boulevard. Um, I just happened to go by and they happened to be open and I was like, I want to go in. So I went in and um, what's so funny is I've tried to go back. I've literally DM'd them on Instagram because like this was the most like almost scary spot on reading that I've ever had so I've literally DM them they're never open like and they have like prime real estate on Sunset Boulevard so I always am like how are you affording rent like I I truly don't understand because they're never open anyways um 
So I walk into the the room and it's got like this giant, like a five foot tall crystal, like an amethyst geode in the center. These like over the top, like thrones, like there's two thrones facing each other that are like gold. Oh my God. It's beautiful Lock in there. Queen. Like very, exactly. Very <laughs> over the top. Very, very, very luxe. So um, this like woman comes out of the back. She's wearing this like elaborate costume. She's like, hi, like, do you want a reading? I was like, yes. And so we sit down and we're facing each other. We're like very close, like knees almost touching. And she like, my knees were like shaking because I was nervous. And she was like, can you like um, keep your feet flat on the ground? I've never had this happen before. Keep your feet flat on the ground. Like, don't move. Like, I want to be able to like fully read your body. And I was like, oh, okay, sorry. So she starts giving me a reading and she's like, like, what are you here for? Like, what do you want to know? And I was like, I just really want to find love. Like, I just, I really, really, really want to find love. And she's like, okay. And then she mentioned, she's like, well, you're very confused right now. And I was like, confused. And she was like, um, you're not really sure if you're interested in boys or girls and I kid you not this is when I was like this woman is legit like that's when I knew because (laughs) I had these questions in my head for like a a few months before and it was more so because one day I it dawned on me I was like oh my gosh I haven't kissed anyone since like my only kiss I had ever had up till that point was my high school boyfriend who I like did not care about sorry to DJ just didn't care and so um I I had been a dry spell for quite a few years (laughs) and so I was just like you know what like I really don't know. I truly like I, I've never experienced anything other than a kiss with a boy. Like maybe I'm interested in girls. Maybe I'm interested in boys. Maybe both. Like I really don't know. Like and so I was having these questions and it wasn't like like killing me to figure it out. I was just like, you know, very open minded. I was like, yeah, maybe, yeah. maybe not. But I had never told anyone. I would only kept it in my brain. <laughs> so when she told me this, I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> so she keeps telling me about all these things. And she's like, OK, so basically like. Um, the reason why you haven't found love is because your love chakra is blocked. And I was like, oh my God, that sounds so right. You're so right. That's why I haven't like, found Tell me more. Exactly. Tell me more. <laughs> and so she was like, I can help you unblock it. And I was like, oh my God, amazing. She said, all you have to do is give me $3,500 and I will do um, a, like a, what is it? I don't even know what it would be called, but she did like a, a reading thing on me and like whatever. She's like, give me $3,500 and I will figure out why it's blocked and I'll help you unblock it. So I said, say no more. I gave her $3,500. <laughs> oh, Remy. But think about it. Think about it. Most places that would never fly, but because she's on Sunset Boulevard in bougie LA, do you know how many people have been like, sure. So many people were swindled just as much as I was, if not more. No wonder they can pay rent. They only need one of those a month. Oh my God. I literally paid her mortgage for like two months. You're so right. No, I literally did. No, I did. So I um, give her the money and she gives me no fucking joke. A rainbow candle. to take home and I'm like it's like one of those like tall like um I'd say it's like at least like 15 inches and then it's literally layered red orange yellow green blue purple like it's like a straight up rainbow tell me why I didn't think about that more until now anyways I take the candle home and she tells me she says you need to go into a um room by yourself light it for seven minutes like think about what you want think about the love that you desire blah 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 blah. after seven minutes exactly blow it out and throw the candle away and I was like okay cool so 
I'm like planning on doing this. And then I forgot that week my friend Aaron was staying with me. And I didn't want him to know about my like weird juju <laughs> stuff I was doing. So I kid you not, I go into my apartment bathroom. He's like, oh, like, I was like, I'm gonna go take a shower. And he's like, okay. So I turn the water on. I let it run for ten, for seven minutes. And I'm just sitting on the toilet with the candle lit. Just like holding oh it, looking God. at it. And so why didn't you just hide the candle? Well, I don't know. I th- I just felt like I didn't want him to think I was like weirdly sitting in my room silently for seven minutes. And so I was like, oh, he'll think I'm yeah. showering. So this was like my whole thing. So I did this for seven minutes, wished on it, did whatever, blew the candle out, threw it away, went back for my reading a week later so she could give me an update. And she told me, she's like, so I like lit 42 candles. This is some like weird stuff. She's like, I Oof, stood in I a dark room with 42 candles, um, all different sizes. And I lit one. And then when the first one burnt out, that's like how I figured out what happened. Da, 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 da. And I was like, oh my God, this is so great. Like I'm going to get a boyfriend. And she said, <laughs> um, the reason why I have not found love yet was because someone put a hex on me. She said that when, um, my d- <laughs> Think about me just sitting there like, uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, you're like, you want 3,500 more bucks? Yeah, no, just just wait. So she said that um, the reason why someone put a hex on me was my dad used to date a girl. And then they broke up. And the girl was still in love with my dad. So then when, my, um, when the girl found out that my mom was pregnant with me, she put a hex on me. And she said the way that she put a hex on me was through sacrifice. She said, yes, she said that um, they sacrificed not a human being, but an animal, specifically a crow. She said they killed the crow and then that's how the hex was put on me. And then she said that um, she could take the hex off of me for $10,000. And then that's when I said, here's my credit. No, I'm just kidding. Then from that moment, I was like, oh, I'm being. What's your Venmo? (laughs) Do you take Venmo? give paypal and so in that moment i was like oh ram rammy 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 and i was like i remember she was like really pressuring me and i was so like i'm gonna think about it i told her i could i didn't have the money i was like i I really have to pay rent this month i don't have the money i mean granted at the time i probably did not but i just like was trying so hard and she was like really like making me uncomfortable the way she was pressuring me so i was like okay like i'm i officially need to leave I don't know why now I've DM'd them to go back now that I'm telling this story. Yeah, I'm like, wait, why did you want to go back? Again? I forgot about like the, the pressuring. I just remember her asking for $10,000 and me being like, okay, I need to go now. Thirteen and a half thousand dollars I know. No wonder they I, can pay the rent. I know. So, Grandma. oh, but then I called my dad leaving. I was hysterically crying. I was You're like, like, who was she? Exactly. I was like, dad, like, what about your ex-girlfriends? He's like, Remy, like, I literally have no idea what you're talking about. And then I texted him like a week later. I was like, do you still like have you thought about it and he's like Remy I promise you like she was lying and I was like okay and then since then um, I've been pretty chill so <laughs> that's <funny>. oh <laughs> my god you could have bought a really nice bag with that money <laughs> girl I could have bought a, a new car I could put a down payment on a car with that money yeah oh Anyways. my god I've never been scammed in any way <laughs> like that but oh my god I'm so sorry I think back to those times. I one time I got scammed because I sent my giveaway prize to the wrong person. Like I think oh, I about remember that drama. All these things. Like I truly just wasn't fully thinking. I just wasn't using my <laughs> full brain, and I no, know that. No, no, no. I think you're just such a trusting person that you're like, <laughs> oh, you. if I sent it to the wrong person, they'll send it back. Like, why would they ever like? 
why would they lie to me? Like, why Why would this girl not be telling me the truth? Exactly. I mean, I've learned she was naive. The the, tw- the early 20s were, were rough for me. But I, I've learned and we, we're, we've grown. <laughs> we've grown. Anyways. Wow. Well, that was iconic. Thank you so much for sharing all of those stories with us. At any time. Um, <laughs> um, don't forget to subscribe to us everything guys twitter instagram youtube channel new videos are coming soon um and subscribe on google play apple apple podcast wherever you listen to your podcast and don't forget to send um you know do the weekly challenge of sending this episode to a friend who has not listened yet Ooh, yes also be be stay tuned stay tuned for our episode next week because we are having our first official 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 pretty basic guest we are so excited let us know any like fun questions well we'll give you a hint it is a another youtuber one that we all know and love so ask us some questions to ask her and we will be sure to relay the questions yeah thank you guys so much for listening we love you bye bye